kick out the bitches and crank up the jams. This is GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Welcome to episode 394 of the GeekCast Live podcast. I'm your host, GCR, and with me as always. There's there's no Rob. And Cartoon Joe! <laughs> Did we lose Nick now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just thought maybe I lost everybody. I was just, I was waiting for Nick to chime in, and then it was like one beat, then two beats, and then... I thought when I when I got through the intro without having him say, like, McGillicuddy's Honeypot, or some shit in the mm-hmm. background that that <laughs> I would, uh, that he was here. What's, I mean, what's in a McGillicuddy's Honeypot? So what's in it? So you're saying it's already, it's already something you either drink or eat. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's a dessert. Ooh. Yep, I think it's a graham cracker. You make a uh, a graham cracker crust, but it's like a like a small. It's like a handheld cheesecake type thing. Oh, so it's nice! A small graham cracker crust, and there's a uh, uh, you make a uh, a uh, Bailey's Irish cream, ooh, and honey, uh, Cool Whip whip. Uh, whipped on high in your stand mixer, and then it gets plopped down in the uh, graham cracker crust. That's a uh, honey well honey graham crackers. That's the McGill- it's the honey pot. Right, right. So yeah, the McGillicuddy's honey pot. Nice. Yeah. What do you? What's in your McGillicuddy's honey pot? Uh, my my first thought, best thought is it's a play on a mulligatawny stew. Oh, I like that. Uh, but I haven't thought far enough ahead as to what's in a uh, mulligatawny to figure out what I would sub is to it, make uh, mulligatawny. <laughs> is it what is a uh, isn't mulligatawny? Uh, isn't that like the uh, chicken apple? Isn't yeah, that it's a, like an Indian soup. Okay, uh, that's fantastic. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it's a delicious soup. Warm me up. Uh, or, I, or a gin. Cocktail of some kind. <laughs> oh, I got some gin this week uh, in uh, Cooperstown, New York, at the Cooperstown Distillery. Uh, Cooperstown, which is the home of James Fenimore Cooper, uh, the author of uh, Last of the Mohicans. Oh, okay. Uh, so I got some Fenimore gin at their distillery, and it is uh, it is really good. It's a sipping gin. So it's, you know, a finger of gin on ice with a twist, maybe a, a cucumber or a lime. Nice. And, uh, and just uh, just sip it. It's really light. They take all the botanicals and rather than just putting them in with the liquid and then straining them out later, they put them in like a cheesecloth and they hang it on the lid of the, the distilling tin and it basically steams them. And oh. so it's really light. The botanicals are really light. I think I would really like that. It's it's really because you're not really you're not really a gin guy. Well, it's the juniper for me that really right. kicks my kicks my teeth in. Yeah. So this uh, this is the 
all the florals are like at the real front of your mouth. Ooh. Um, it's really, uh, it finishes really clean. It finishes like it's a, uh, it finishes like a vodka. If you were to just take a, you know what I mean? Oh, nice. Yeah. Cause it has like it, all the botanicals are in your mouth and then gone. Right. It's really good. That's fascinating. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. So McGillicuddy's honey pot might have some Fenimore gin in it. Yeah, I think it would. It With would maybe just now. a maybe just a uh uh like a salt spoon of honey. Yep. A little stir. Yep, or like a honey syrup even. McGillicuddy's honey pot. <laughs> not not <laughs> unlike uh Monotogger's haversack. Right. Not not <laughs> unlike it. Nick, I see you're back. Are you back? Nope. Nope, Nick is here, but he's still not. He's still not here. So I feel so I, sad for him because he was in such a good mood, and I know that this is just puckering his asshole. Yeah, yep. It's like he. Uh, it's like he ate a bag of sour patch kids mm-hmm. with his anus, <laughs> with his butt, right? Yeah, with his butt. I uh, so I know that you guys were expecting that we teased it last week. That this is our bracket week, and we we haven't abandoned that project. Bracket week will be next week. We will give you a full two rounds, a round and their results, and then the set of the new round uh, next week. Um, we kind of had a uh, in the in the in the background. We've been running some polling data. So we'll yeah. be able to actually get you our, our field of 64, and then we'll narrow it down right away next week uh, to the field of 32, and then we'll open the brackets up for everybody. Uh, Rob and I actually went on vacation this week, not together, our separate vacation, I, actually, to other ends of the earth. Actually. Yeah. You, you've mentioned a couple of times that you went on vacation, and I, I haven't been able to keep it in my mind because you're here. Right. <laughs> so like, well, no, I call... So Ryan's here, and uh, and and Rob was secretly kidnapped by Disney this week. Right. I see. I I did a uh, um, I did a thing where I actually changed the recording date. We normally record on a Wednesday. Now it's a Thursday. I changed the date because there was no way I was gonna be home last night. And then, as I'm like 30 minutes from home, I realize it's 6:45. Um, I can definitely record at a normal time. So. <laughs> Anyway, I screwed the back. I, I, I screwed it all up. Brackets should have been this week, but we are going to make up for it next week with our bracket reveal. In the meantime, Joe, I do have I was wondering if you'd like a, a preview of maybe one of my guys on my bracket. Oh, please. Would you be willing to give me a preview of one of the guys on your bracket from the literary bracket? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, I would. I'm going to I'm going to give you I'm just going to give you my 16 seed. I don't want to give too much away. All right, all right. <clears throat> um, my 16 seed, and I, I don't think we're going to have to... I'm putting it out into the ether now. Maybe you can set me straight. And if I have to replace the 16th, I will. It's not a proper noun. All right. I didn't... I don't have a, a name. I went with the Weeping Angels. Ooh, I like that a lot. I forgot as, you were as, as a collective... Yeah. Now, I don't think there is a one weeping angel. No. I didn't think so. So I, 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 am I allowed to be that abstract? I think so. They were the villain of multiple episodes, and they were ultimately what removed uh, Amy. They, they gave Amy and Rory the, uh, the out to leave the show. Well, that's what I went with. I went with yeah, I think Angels as my 16 seed. 
And I do and think that's my 16 seed. I feel I've got a very strong one through six. Yeah. I love that. I, what I also like about it and I, I find maybe I should save it for next week, but uh, I don't get to talk about Dr. Who a lot. So <laughs> I'm going to take the opportunity oh. to say uh, what I like about it is uh, it's a good 16 seed because you're, you're sort of right in saying there's not one singular villain, but as a concept, they've been a menace to the, uh, the whole Dr. Who universe. So the Dr. Who universe, if you will, the Who universe, and uh, which doesn't get yeah. used enough. No. And I, I like that. I like that. So I'm into it. I, uh, I have not seeded any of my people yet. Cause I'm trying to decide. I'm still thinking about like which properties I'm going to include and not include and, and stuff. But uh, I have decided for sure that Nicodemus Arcleone is on my list somewhere. Has to be. Yeah. It has to be for the Dresden files. Yep. Uh, a fantastic, fantastic. Hello? Nick, do we, ha- we have you. Nick. You're back. Nick, we thought maybe you were, you were uh, kidnapped by Ray Archie and his trunk full of Marrow Jane. Yeah. yeah. What did I miss? Well, are we, we live? We, are we, we are live. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're going. Right. We, Strip all that that I just said for the record. My wife is a lovely person. I really wanted to talk about inappropriate 911 calls. Oh. Wow, we could definitely do that. So, like a um, 911 me. Well, how does that start? Like, do you call it by 911? Please state your emergency. My emergency is I need to orgasm. Yeah. So, 911. <laughs> is this 911? Uh, hi, it's 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 Frank here. Yep. Yeah. Chinese finger cuffs. Um, what do I do? <laughs> What is it? I. What are, we, what are we? What are we even doing here? Is this bad nine one one calls? I don't know. It was just. Oh, I'm just doing, I was doing inappropriate nine one one. I just oh, inappropriate nine one one. That makes it inappropriate. Yeah, it'd be uh, inappropriate. It was when you confused nine one one for that butterball turkey hotline. <laughs> and they say nine one one is your emergency. You're like, I, I'm just wondering. So, do you pull the bag of guts out, <laughs> or what do you do? Do you leave it in? Uh-huh. Tell me about this thermometer that's supposed to pop. What is that? uh, Do I pop it? Does it pop itself? Does it audibly pop? (laughs) Audibly. Does it make a... Does it make like a... (laughs) Anyway, we were were talking about how uh, I screwed up the fact that we have no brackets this week. Brackets are next week because I completely changed the schedule all around and I'm taking full blame for it. But as a tease, I revealed my 16 seed. Okay. And Joe revealed, uh, and, and it was uh, it was the Weeping Angels uh, from the Doctor Who series, uh, a TV villain. And, and Joe gave us a tease, an unseated one of his, uh, which, Joe, if you'd like to catch Nick up. Yeah, it's uh, Nicodemus Arcleone from the, uh, the Dresden Files, the, uh, the leader of the, uh, the Order of the Black Denarii. Yes, yes. My, so my I haven't got. I've I've been through three books. I haven't got to him yet. No, you have not. I think you've run into him in book. I, it's got to be soon because he's he's a uh, a real stalwart character. Yeah, he's a real son of a bitch. Yeah, he wears okay uh, as a necktie. He wears the uh, the rope that Judas hung himself with. Clever. Yeah, it keeps yes. him immortal or whatever. 
And he wears like a uh, like a nice suit. Yeah. I thought you were going to say he wore he wears a. I think we lost him again <laughs> to the ether. Yeah. Maybe. I think he wears a. And then that was that's all I got. <laughs> that's all so I got. Also, he'll jump on. I'm certain he'll just pop on again. Yep. We'll see what happens. But anyway, yeah, Nicodemus is a great. That's a great. Uh, that's great. I don't know. He's a. Uh, in my opinion, he's he's a he's a top four seed. I yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. The only thing that might keep him out of the top four is uh, my other four top ones. <laughs> right, of course. Whoever they might be. <laughs> right. Who do you think? Uh, who do you think Nick has? What's like a low hanging fruit guy that Nick has on his bracket of movie villains? Uh, Better question. Yeah. I think of a low hanging fruit that would be on his. And then does he not pick it because it's too obvious? Ooh. Darth Vader. Right. Too obvious. That's obviously a, a one seed. Or maybe not obviously. It's arguably a one seed. Right. But does he not pick it because he thinks it throws the bracket into some imbalance? I can see that. I can see that. Or does he say, how do you not pick it? Right. It's a true one seed. I have to pick it. I think that's the way he goes. I can see that. It's part of the reason I didn't want movies. Because you remember, I picked movies originally. Right. White Elephant. That white elephanted it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a list. New villains can be really. I got a list. A I, I think I'm controversial, though. I do. I can't tell you why per se, but I, I do think I'm I'm controversial. Controversial enough. I have some honorable mentions I can plug in if need be. Nice, nice. Like the island and lost. I, I kind of get a little abstract. I don't <laughs> get like like. Like the number one is is angst, right? Or like un, unrequited love. I, I'm not. I didn't get that right far out with it, but Dresden's inability to uh, <laughs> just shut the fuck up. Right, right. Kaladin's inability to shut the fuck up. Right. Just, just don't try to take a boon. Right. Ugh. Gross. God. That's so funny. Indeed. It is. Picking picking uh that it's it's something that is, I think, classically Joe. It's something that I would have definitely done like five, six years ago. Is right. pick pick a, a thing that's a true enemy of a character and be like, well, that's a villain. That's a villain. That's his villain. <laughs> right. Or you would have done like um it's like when people say, like, what's your favorite animation? Or they say suspended. Right. Like, okay. Uh, right. right. Okay, what, what's your, your favorite state? And you say Stanley. Right, and you say Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> Although it was funny, I actually started thinking, I had to think of other herbs. Right. So I went to the, 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 what, the only two I could think of are Herb Alpert and Herb Dean, the UFC referee. And I just, those are the only two herbs I could think of. Yeah, I feel like it's a really rare. I mean, there's herb from peaches and herb. Right. But I don't, I can't, I'd have to refer to him as peaches and herb because I don't know who who he is. 
Herbert from Family Guy would make a good TV villain since he's, you know, such an obvious pedophile. Hey, I ha- this is a question I have for you. We were talking about it this weekend. And you're my moral compass, so this is perfect. All right. Let's say you and I are out fishing for Barracuda down okay. in Florida. And I cast my line and I pull up a fucking kilo of cocaine. We're all wrapped. It's watertight. You right. can tell that it fell off a boat or a boat crashed and here it is. And it's just you and me on a boat, kilo of cocaine. No one knows we have it. Okay. Now, now, neither one of us do cocaine. Right. Neither one of us sell cocaine. True. What do you do with this kilo of cocaine? I, that's a really good question. Because I think walking it into a police department, calling 911, calling the Coast Guard, calling the DEA, there's a chance it brings in more trouble than it's worth. Right. I kind of agree with that. But you can't take it home because the second you take it home, you're in possession of that cocaine and Mm. you can't say, hey, I just cast my fishing rod out there and pulled this in. Right. They'd say, yeah, but then you brought it home and then you hit it in the floorboard and now it's yours. And so when we find it, now you're in possession of a kilo of uncut Colombian cocaine. (laughs) Right. You're a tra- and you're you're a, you and now it's cross state lines. You're right. a trafficker, right? Yeah, you've now trafficked a kilo of cocaine. I mean, it's so much that if we found it in Florida and we had to get back up to Indiana, and even if we drove, I wouldn't feel comfortable driving that distance with it hidden in my car for fear right. that I get in a fender bender that isn't my fault. Yeah, and that's, now it's two point two pounds of cocaine. Right, and here's the deal: you're not at that point. You can't say, "Hey, we found it." My God, we've never we don't we don't even know what to do with it. We just thought we'd bring it home. No, sorry, it's yours now. Right. And now you're a drug dealer. You're a felon. Right. Big time. Well, you don't have to as long as they can't prove intent to deal. I guess you're probably right. You could probably have a lawyer. Yeah. I mean, there's no there's no intent to deal it. So you're not going to be in trouble for dealing. But I do think you are going to be in trouble for possession if you're caught. So is the, because that's the other thing too, is once you get it home, let's say you get it all the way home. Let's say I get it all the way back to my house. Yeah. What then? Yeah, I don't know. That's a really good question. It's worthless. Yeah. Unless you sell it. But if you sell it, now you're, now you're a drug dealer. Right, right. You could ostensibly also have a party, but then you've got to figure out like, you know, what do you do with your kids? How do you make sure they don't find out about it? Because kids are kids. Yeah, but the second you invite your friends over for your cocaine party, now everybody knows you. I mean, you're not going to do two pounds of Coke. Well, I don't, I've never done it. So but I, don't I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're going to do two pounds <laughs> I of Coke. I assume you're right. But I, yeah, wouldn't, I mean, you just have I a couple wouldn't. parties. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't want anybody to be like, that's not something you can keep to yourself. Right. No. If you invite him over to your house and I was like, dude, look at this. Yeah, and, well, I, and, I'd, and that's the other thing. I'd have to show you, right? And it also feels like um, if you already have it, uh, you can't. I, I, I'm kind of like a. I don't. I wouldn't know how to sell it, and so be like, hey. so uh, it's just going to sit here doing nothing. 
It's just gonna sit here in my house, and it, and it's right. it, it it'd be like keeping a time bomb that just right. has a an endless timer, right? Or I mean, is it a time bomb that has a timer that's running, but you don't know what the termination date is? Right. Like when when does it expire? Because I have at, no idea. Well, not only that, but at some point that time bomb explodes. Right. You don't know when it's going to be. Yeah. So when I when I got it hidden underneath my bed and I think it's good, but then there's a house fire. Right. And the firefighters put the fire out, but then they're going through and walking through and some guy just happens to kick the bed over and there's a fucking protected by the mattress. Uh, right. Uncut fucking two pounds of cocaine that yeah. tests to be 99.0% fucking pure. Right. And they can track the fact that I went on a air quotes fishing trip down to Florida uh, four yeah. months ago. Right. Is this and still I have to give up my one call? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> it's such a crazy I don't know the answer. Yeah. I do think well, the so only answer if, the only answer is to throw it back. Did you, did you, you know cut Marlin's stuff full right of coke answer. again? Someone else, someone else can find it at that point, and then they can deal with the consequences. The question is, Nick, if the three of us were down in Florida fishing for barracuda, and we're, ha- we're having a beer, and you fucking throw your line out there, and you pull up a fucking uncut, waterproof, wrapped up fucking kilo of coke. Uh-huh. What do you do with it? Since none of us do coke and none of us sell coke, what do you do with it? I throw that fucker back. Like a like a like a three-eyed salmon. That fucker goes right back in the water. Yes. <laughs> like that is the salmon. that is the correct that is the correct answer to the question. No good can come of it. And uh I don't want the hassle, so peace out. Haunt someone else's dreams, fucking try salmon. Do you do you try it first? The salmon or the coke? The coke. No. I don't know how much fentanyl's in that. Well, you know there's not. It, it might have been cooked up by white people. Holy fuck. I guess it could be a kilo of white coke. Right. Well, you just said we, all, <laughs> we all know it's inferior. Right. So the first thing you'd have to do, I, you'd have to go you, get. A you test do know kit. you you do know that coke looks a lot like heroin in that stage. I'm so sure. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not enough of a stick my pinky in it and taste it kind of guy to know what it is. So I sure as shit ain't gonna experiment with the fucking dope from the sea that we just pulled out. Right. No, thank you. <laughs> That's my answer. Sorry. Here's what I think I'd have to do is I would have to find a way to destroy it so that like some kids couldn't find it. We must destroy it. Yeah. And I don't know if it's if we uh, have well, to like, no, build a campfire. No, you can't and burn do it. that. Joe, you can't do that. If you if you slice it and dump it, then you're just going to have fucking sharks and. Well, right, that's right. Just I, fucking I all coked up, and jump it out of the probably, I'd probably or, try to burn it. Or the guy who just lost it, who didn't beat us to the spot and was waiting for us to leave, sees us fucking look at it and then cut the bag open and dump it into the water. And right. now he's after us for his fucking $2.3 million he spent on that key that we dumped in the fucking water. And now we're in some right. weird Jason Bateman comedy movie. Yeah. We're, we're, on like, we're on like a fucking bass boat in the middle of the... In, what, what ocean are we in? Pacific? We're in the, the Pacific, Atlantic. Right? Atlantic, we're in the Atlantic, we're in, we're in and then all of a sudden, there's fucking uh, a go fast boat 
that's raced up on us and we're trying to get away with our uh 120 horse outboard um yeah, right and they right they, they fucking and they shoot joe so me and you know that they're serious and then right. we gotta find fucking 2.2 million dollars by sundown the next day uh-huh so we have to rob a fucking bank who do i talk to yeah. I don't. I don't. At that point, you just white cops people. and you're just like, "Hey, we need to be in protective custody." No, because we're fucking so. Because they're serious. They shot Joe. We have to. We have yeah. to do. And they have my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> they know my address. So if we don't kill them all, I'll never be safe. Right. Well, there you go. It's a layer. It's a. It's an extra layer. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Joe is we're playing. Ca- we're going to catch a shitload of salmon in the next twenty four hours. Right. Joe is played by uh, uh, Charlie Day in that movie. <laughs> yeah, he gets shot on the bass boat. He's in, you're only in the movie. You're kind of like a. You're kind of mm-hmm. like Doug from uh, Hangover. You're in the first half of the movie, and then you're not in the movie to the very end because you were on top right. of the. You were on top of the, the building. Right, yeah. They shoot you in the leg and then take you hostage. Right. And and then uh, Nick and I, played by, I think, Bateman and Sudeikis. It's actually just Horrible Bosses 3. <laughs> nice. Horrible Bosses at C. Right. But one of Whatever. the E, but the E in C is a 3. <laughs> yep. Yep. I don't even know where I would. I don't even know where to go for coke. Me either. So the uh, if, the well, I guess we don't have to find coke. We have to just find two point two million dollars. Comes in a red can. Right, right. Well, that's the thing. We're in Miami. We have three options. We can either try to find a kilo of coke to return it with. We could get two point two million dollars, or we could kill all of them, uh, and before they kill us. So we could either go like Judgment Night. Or we could rob a bank, or we could, or catch a bunch of salmon <laughs> in the Atlantic. Yeah. Call, call Uncle Todd. Yeah, played by uh, Greg Maddox. Yeah, he's got some money liquid, and then, or yeah, maybe we just go all usual suspects, and we just we just flip it on him. We follow we follow the Go Fast boat at a really safe distance all the way back. We follow those guys to their stash. Right. And then we, uh, yeah, and then we do things like we like we bonk him in the head and stuff, and like right. two yeah, finger, like, like two finger in the eyes trick, right? Straight, like uh, right. A, a lot of judo chops to the throat, right? You, we saw it in Roadhouse. At least one uh, Vulcan neck pinch. Mm-hmm. No, I go, I go for. But it doesn't Ryan, work. Ryan nailed it. It's the you, you go right for the. Uh, what the hell's the guy's name? What's Swayze's character's name? Dalton. Yeah, you go for the Dalton throat rip, only I botch it terribly, and the guy just looks at me like, "What the fuck?" It costs well, you, real well, punch you end up face. you end up putting your your four fingers in his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> and he and then he looks at you and you pull it. Jason Bateman would put it in his mouth and then he pull it out and he'd say, "I am very, I'm so sorry," and then he'd get punched. Right. So that started off poorly. So now now I'm down, and we got one guy. We've got Ryan who's out of breath already. <laughs> going around the boat. Well, maybe not. You're in fighting shape now. But it's you against the the seven remaining but I, coke smugglers. And I never took my fishing vest off. No. Nope. I'm and dressed like fucking, Uncle Kirk. It's, it's neon orange. 
<laughs> I watched this movie, and you're fighting. Yeah. You're fighting with a with a fillet knife and a rolling pin that you pulled out of the galley on the fishing boat. Mm-hmm. I'd watch this movie. Who plays the uh, the 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 leader of the uh, cartel that uh, we're up against? It's got to be Fred Armisen. <laughs> yes, it is Fred Armisen. <laughs> Right? I mean, if we're making this comic vein. (laughs) No, it's Fred Armisen. It's totally Fred Armisen. It couldn't be anyone else. It's Fred Armisen as the Venezuelan Parks Department director from that one episode of Parks and Rec. I would watch the absolute shit out of Horrible Bosses at Sea. Yeah, I... Again, we need to to get this down on paper and get some copyright before, you know goes out there to the masses well i so think as soon as, soon as this is released there's there's no actual property it'll be date stamped so i think we're good if, at this All point right. we'll always go back and show that we did this on this date one of us is gonna have to learn how to write a script yeah i don't think people just buy ideas not usually no, not for any sort of real money so we'll have to write a script joe well, that's what that's all well, you guys you guys are our writers True. Or we just do we film do we hard. film the entire ninety minute thing on our phone, uh, you know, amateur film style, and then submit that along with a very loose script. We don't submit it. We here's we we have a loose script. We just publish it ourselves. No, 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 no. Hear me out. We have a loose script, and then we actually do film it shot for shot according to the script, it, as as awful as best as we can. Right. Yeah. We we then. Just like Chris Christopherson, when he helicoptered into Johnny Cash's property and handed Johnny Cash a cassette saying, please listen to it. We get a helicopter to drop us off into the backyard of Will Arnett. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And and. We say, please, just please watch and read and let us know. And then we we fly away. <laughs> We actually we uh, we kidnap Will Arnett and bring him to the Fowler Theater. Yes, where he watches it. <laughs> where there's a screening of our and we get arrested on iPhone film. We absolutely get arrested, <laughs> and we pay our. I mean, and we we have a lot of fines. Yep, and whatnot. But he, but he, he ends he up drops the charges because he he likes the movie. Well, he well, that's the thing though. He drops he drops the charges, but gives us nothing for the idea. Right. <laughs> All we want is ca- is cameo roles. Yes, and our names in the credits. That's it. That's all we want. Names in the credits. I, yeah, I want. I want a written. I want the fact that we wrote it. I want no money, and I want to be in the film with a speaking role. Because I want to get my Screen Actors Guild card at that point. Oh hell yes! And my Writers Guild card. That's all I want. I think we're onto something here. Joe, figure out where, where Will Arnett lives for us. Isn't he Canadian? I don't know. Uh, that's going to fuck everything up. I'm sure he's not going to Canada for this cause. Mm. <laughs> Shame. Joe, what are you geeking on this week? What am I geeking on this week? I, uh, I have been casting about for uh, a light and breezy show to watch. And uh, finally decided to break into Phineas and Ferb. Oh, on Disney Plus. Dude, I love Phineas and Ferb. It's You've great. never watched Phineas and Ferb? I've seen the odd episode here and there, but since I don't have kids, no, I haven't seen all the way through. 
It is fantastic, though. It's wonderful. I do find myself uh, feeling terrible for Candace a lot in the first season so far. <laughs> like, if she just weren't so high strung, everything would be fine. But I also feel like uh, growing up with family that says, uh, uh, don't tattle on people. Right. I'm, I'm just like, why are, you, why are you letting her tattle on her brothers all the time? Just on curiosity. <laughs> just cut that shit out. They're not hurting anybody or themselves. So maybe just take a chill pill and. Yeah, Candace. Yeah. Take it down a notch. You enjoy, you enjoy life more. But I'm, yeah, I've, I've been having a good time. I've been enjoying it. So I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to keep watching. I, I think it's fantastic. And I follow, I don't follow him directly, but I, I watch a lot of uh, Dan Povenmeyer's uh, TikToks. Yeah. Uh, and I just, he cracks me up all the time. And I'm like, why am I not watching this show? And so finally, I just said, I am watching the show now. So I love it. Uh, if you, uh, and I know you've seen it too, but pivot from that right to Gravity Falls, you'll have a really good day. Oh, yeah. I love Gravity Falls. I yeah, rewatched that like a couple weeks ago. So we, were, we, we rewatched that about every month. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. So, uh, Nick, what are you geeking on this week? <laughs> Ryan, what are you geeking on this he week? He just dropped off the call as you asked him. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, I think I think what I'm geeking on might dovetail great with what you're geeking on. Um, when we were in, so we just went on vacation. We went to Cooperstown, uh, home of the um, Baseball Hall of Fame, and it's a beautiful town. And the museum was awesome. If you're a baseball fan, you it's you you have to go. It's kind of bittersweet because, like. There's there'd be no reason to go any time within the next 20 years. For me, because the museum's oh, okay. not going to change all right. that much. Um, yeah. But uh, we went in the off season, so we were maybe there was five of us and we were maybe five of 25 people in the whole museum. So we had the oh, place nice. basically to ourselves. It was awesome. It was fucking right. beautiful. It was awe inspiring. Um, but what I'm geeking on this week, oddly enough, isn't that. In our Airbnb, we had this great setup and they had all the streaming services. And I took advantage of Apple Plus, a streaming service I do not have. Now, I don't have it. I do have it, but I have to watch it on my phone or my iPad because right. I, it will not let me stream like cast to my TV. So weird. And there is no Apple Plus app to put on your TV. No, so you have I, to buy the Apple TV. You have to buy an actual Apple TV like hub. Right to watch Apple TV and uh, which sucks because I am like six episodes. I'm five episodes into Ted Lasso. Oh, and do you watch Ted Lasso? I have not gotten into it yet. I've heard really good things. Joe, we live in a real, we live in a real dark time. True. Um, our generation has been through economic collapses, uh, a once in a generation plague, uh, endless war, um, race wars, uh, white nationalism on the rise. It's it's a dark time. Yeah, World War Three on the horizon. Probably global economics collapse again. Ted, Ted Lasso is a is a little pill of happiness. A little a little pill of wholesome that 
for while you're watching it, the world doesn't suck. All right. It is amazing. It is. I've never watched a show where there are no protagonists. I've. I've never watched a show that makes me just happy to be watching it. All right. It is the ultimate movie. It's the ultimate feel good. It is unbelievable. It is wonderful. It is fucking wonderful. And I implore you to, to watch an episode. Okay. Sold. I hope I sold it and I'm not overselling it. And that's no, that's, that's, that's basically everything I've heard about it. Uh, but it's coming from somebody I know and who knows my likes and dislikes and, uh, whose taste I trust. Uh, Nick, are you here? (laughs) We can see when people come and go on the call, he is on the call. He's just not able to speak. I don't think. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that and then I watched uh, the other show we watched is a new show, brand new on Netflix called Windfall. Uh, Jesse Plemons is in it. Um, Jason Segal is in it. And I cannot remember the actress's name. Forgive me. Hold on one second. Uh, anyway, it is the most beautiful movie. I Lily Collins. It's the most it's one of the most beautiful movies I've seen. It's unbelievably shot. It's fucking rad how everything is framed the cinematography in this is awesome the director of photography in this did a great job um windfall it's really good it is so far right now it'll be my uh b-modi it'll be my best movie of the year wow yeah it's fucking incredible it's i'll have to watch something something will have to beat it it's my number one movie of the year dang so uh windfall ted lasso that's what i'm geeking on this week Nice. So if you liked what you nice. heard, uh, the best way you can help us keep doing it uh, is uh, to give us a five star review on whatever podcast app you listen on and give us a written review. Uh, tell us your favorite. What's in the Mulligatani? Yeah, no. what's in a what's in a McGillicuddy's uh, honeypot? That's the one. Yeah. Tell nice. us about that. Oh, and that's another great way. Oh, yeah. No, you go. You go. Uh, so I, another I, way to support us would be to go to uh, patreon.com slash geekcast live and uh, sign up for a subscription um, that uh, helps us fund our shenanigans. Or go to uh, gcl.threadless.com and purchase yourself a t shirt. Follow us on the socials Geekcast Ride, Geekcast Base, Geekcast Geo, Geekcast Nick, Geekcast Live on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Yada, yada. Yep. Check us out on our website, violentpress.com. Rob made it. It's great. Rob made that site. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, did you do Patreon or Threadless? I did both. Oh, huh. I blacked out. Let's see you in hell, everybody. <laughs> Call your grandparents. A weird show. Happens sometimes. Hey, everyone. Nico here. And as always, we just want to take a minute to thank all those degenerates, ne'er-do-wells, and supporters who make this ill-fated machine stumble to the finish line. We could not do it without you, for better or worse. So thank you, as always, to Danger Johnson, Brandon Rust, Jesse G. Letourneau, 
Lotta Bartova, Kelly Shuttleward, the Poly Nerds, the K-Man, Quentin Quatrain, my man Dan Shale, Randy the Bang Bus, Bang Bus, Hapless Sam McGillicuddy, Churchill Dowds. I don't know if that's their official website. That might be porn. Rose Rosenstein, Sandy Hornblower. <laughs> that's a Grumpkin's flight right there. That's from, what is that? Charleston, uh, Pinkert Hagers. We've got Jew Dave, which is Dave the Fish. Girl from Thereaways, Three Finger Emily. We love all of you. Get in on the action. You know where to follow us. If not, Joe will tell you. I'm not reading that name because that's not a real person, but the rest of you are. We love you. Thank you, as always. Check this.